Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 Dr. Anthony Fauci addressed the concerns. He says he understands but believes the vaccine is safe because black scientists were at the forefront. That vaccine was actually developed in, the, in my institute's vaccine research center by a team of scientists led by Dr. Barney Graham and his close colleague, Dr. Kizmekia Corbett. So the first thing you might want to say to my African-American brothers and sisters is that the vaccine that you're going to be taking was developed by an African-American woman. And that is just a fact. I mean, that is a fact. That is just a fact. Why do you got to say that, Dr. Fauci? Why do you have to make it about race? I thought it's a vaccine for everybody. I know that black people may be disproportionately affected by it, but why do you have to say that a black person made it and make it seem like it's such a miracle that a black woman could actually make a vaccine for a virus? You know what they call that? They call that racism, and it's racism of low expectations. So, Dr. Fauci, please stop being a racist. You globalist bastard. <laughs> anyway, so this is Everything Under the Sun podcast, Political Insta Stories, number 39. Today is December 15th, 2020, and we got some news for you. All right, so let's start talking. I guess we'll get it off. Um, we'll just start it off nice and easy here. So the vaccine has been out they started shipping it yesterday. Uh, the first person took it yesterday, um, and they made sure to make it a nice little show, if you know what I mean, And um, for the first person taking it. Um, and uh, it's good, you know, that they're, they're getting the vaccine out. You know how they said that was uh, impossible? I was trying to look for a nice montage, but um, I didn't want to put it together, so... But, yeah, they were kept saying, oh, there's no way they can get it done in a year. There's no way. Trump's lying. Blah, blah, blah. You guys all heard it. There's no way they can get a vaccine in a year. Oop, look, he did it before the end of 2020. Another thing they were wrong about and another thing that they'll never talk about being wrong about and they will never correct or say they were wrong or any of that. But that's okay. We're used to it. Um, so before I go into the newest, uh, Bill Gates thing that he said, I want to go into some old Bill Gates thing that he said. Now, I find this to be beyond creepy, um, but you can make your own opinion, um, about it. And that's what this is all about. But listen to this. This is Bill Gates talking at a TED talk about five years ago. So... Nostradamus, here we go. If anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades, 
It's most likely to be a highly infectious virus rather than a war. Not missiles, but microbes. Now, I understand Bill Gates is, you know, very smart, but he's not a virologist. He doesn't study that type of stuff that I know of, right? He's a computer scientist, a computer programmer. But for some reason, because he's a billionaire, we believe that we need to listen to him and what he says. Now, do you think that he is Nostradamus, that he could predict that something like this would happen? And it happened just the way he said it? I find that so odd and so strange. And the one thing about globalists and people like that, that I got to say, is that they always tell you what is coming down the pipe. You just need to keep your ears open. And don't think, oh, you know, just, oh, that ain't going to happen. Or, oh, conspiracy theory. They always tell you exactly what they plan on doing. Just like with the Great Reset. You know, build back better. All that stuff. They always have these little code words. And I don't know if you want to call them code words. But they're just, you know what I mean? And they all use them to show that they're on the same team. And blah, blah, blah. So, it's funny. Because here's... What he said in, uh, I believe it was March or April when the coronavirus first started to really kick off. Well, I think he was talking to Chris Wallace on Fox News. Well, this is a a nightmare scenario because uh, human-to-human transmissible respiratory viruses can grow exponentially. And, you know, if we had kept on uh, going to work, traveling like we were, you know, that curve would never bend until you had uh, the majority of the people infected and then uh, a massive number seeking hospital care and, and lots and lots of deaths. So, you know, we've had to use quarantine, which is a you know old uh, thing back from the, the days of the plague, as our primary tool. Uh, fortunately, if we use that well enough, we should, uh, towards the end of this month, start to see those numbers level off And then if we continue countrywide uh, and we're testing the right people to understand what's going on, which uh, is not the case yet, those numbers will start to go down. And then we can look at some degree of opening back up, not waking up every day to a completely new reality. And so I was very glad that those models are out there. Uh, You know, Dr. Fauci is doing a very good job of saying the numbers are what count here. I can't stand his little nerdy voice the numbers are one count here dr Fauci's doing such a good job while he lives in his you know i forget he lives in some crazy mansion and uh you know doesn't really have to worry about the coronavirus you know what i'm saying he has people uh, just anyway Anyway, um, so there's all these conspiracy theories that i'm not sure that are true that this uh vaccine could change your DNA, that the, there's just weird stuff, and I don't know what to believe, so I don't know. I'm kind of young. I don't really have any comorbidities that I know of, so I probably won't get this vaccine until maybe never, or I might. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, that's just me. You do what you want to do. I knew, um, But what I would like to say is that I would like you to hear what he has to say now because remember what I said, they usually tell you exactly what's coming down the pipeline. So here is Mr. Bill Gates. Well, actually, we'll call him Dr. Bill Gates 
And he is telling us that life won't go back to normal till about 2022. And that we're going to be on lockdown for about six months. At least the restaurants are. So here, listen. People in California are right now under brand new stay at home orders uh, as hospitals there uh, risk being overwhelmed. Um, There are a lot of governors uh, who oppose bringing back these lockdown orders and forcing businesses to close. What do you think? Do you think more states need to consider taking that kind of drastic action and the kind of drastic action we saw when the pandemic first began? Or can there be a more nuanced approach? Well, certainly mask wearing uh, has essentially no downside. They're not expensive. Bars and restaurants in most of the country will be closed as we go into this wave. And I think, sadly, that's appropriate. Depending on how severe it is, the decision about schools is much more complicated because they're, you know, the benefits are pretty high. The amount of transmission is not the same as in restaurants and bars. So, uh, you know, trade-offs will have to be made. But this, the next four to six months uh, really call on us uh, to, to do our best because we can see that this will end and you don't want, you know, somebody you love to be the last to die of coronavirus. When do you think life will fully return to what we thought of as normal back in January? No masks, no social distancing, uh, no other protective measures necessary. Certainly by the summer, we'll be way closer to normal than we are now. But even through early 2022, unless we help other countries, get rid of this disease, and we get high vaccination rates in our country, the risk of reintroduction will be there. And of course, the global economy will be uh, slowed down, which hurts America economically in a pretty dramatic way. So we'll have, starting in the summer, about nine months where a few things like big public gatherings uh, will still be restricted. But you know, we can see now that somewhere between 12 to 18 months, And we have a chance, if we manage it well, uh, to get back to normal. So you're telling us there's a chance. All right. Well, so Dr. Bill Gates and his wife, Melinda, have told us what is going to happen now. So you poor restaurant owners, I really feel bad for you. Um, small businesses will be crushed. Um, they were already crushed. They will be crushed even harder. And the largest wealth transfer in American history will be even bigger now. So there will be hardly any more small businesses. And we will all be shopping at Walmart, Target, and Amazon. So, welcome to the new normal. And we'll make sure that we build back better. So, in other news, this one's pretty good. Okay, um, so, the you know, the Dominion voting system, the one that they used in the election, the one that they say is fraudulent, the one that they say they used in uh, communist Venezuela to elect... Socialist, communist, and is no nobody even knows who owns it and who runs it. 
and it's just super sketchy and Texas didn't use it for the exact reason that it couldn't be trusted. But anyway, um, so they did a forensic report. Now, these are people from MIT that did it, um, even though the, you know, mainstream media will call them far-right activist MIT people. <laughs> this world is crazy, man. Um, anyway, so they did a, a forensic report, and they said in simple terms that it was literally made to cheat. All right, let me read you a story. Okay, so forensic report of Dominion voting machines invalidates entire Michigan election. Um, A judge has conveniently released a forensic report on Dominion voting machines in Michigan on the same day as the Electoral College is voting Joe Biden as the winner of the 2020 election. Had this report come out last week, at least the state of Michigan wouldn't have voted for Biden because it calls into question the integrity of the state's entire election. Just wait until Biden is sworn in before all kinds of reports come out proving he stole the White House. Of the contested states, full stop, just like with the Hunter Biden thing, um, they suppressed it until the election was over and now it's all coming out. It's going to be the same thing probably. So I believe that. But anyway, of the contested states that Joe Biden won, none was as messed up as Michigan. In Wayne County, home of Detroit, 72% of the precincts had more ballots received than ballots issued. In a small conservative county, the Dominion voting machines gave Biden an overwhelming and explicable win. There was a forensic analysis of the Dominion voting system's machines in Atrium County, and it points to the entire state's election being compromised. Uh, Let me see. The Detroit News reports, Antrim County with about 23,000 residents, has gained the spotlight in the push for Trump's supporters to try to discredit the results of the November 3rd election. Because of a failure to update the voting system, President-elect Joe Biden was initially thousands of votes ahead of Trump in the Republican-leaning county's unofficial results. Trump later was shown to have more than a 5,000-vote lead in the county where about 16,000 votes were cast. The problem amid changing unofficial results led supporters of president to the question what had occurred in Antrim County and the integrity of the Dominion voting systems whose equipment the county used. After a lawsuit brought by Antrim County resident William Bailey, Circuit Judge Kevin uh, Alzenheimer, a former Republican lawmaker, allowed Allied Security Operations Group and Bailey to take forensic images of the county's 22 tabulators and view other election-related material. Their analysis had been under protective order, meaning it couldn't be released publicly. Why? Do not know. Until Monday, when Elsenheimer said he would allow them to release with some redactions because of information related to source code. All right, so this is what it says. We conclude that the Dominion voting system is intentionally and purposely designed with inherent errors to create systematic fraud and influence election results. The system intentionally generates an enormously high number of ballot errors. The electronic ballots are then transferred for adjudication. The intentional errors lead to bulk adjudication of ballots with no oversight, no transparency, and no audit trail. This leads to voter or this leads to voter or election fraud. Based on our study, we conclude that the Dominion voting system should not be used in Michigan. We further conclude that the results of the Atrium County should not have been certified. 
Research is ongoing. However, based on the preliminary results, we conclude that the errors are so significant that they call into question the integrity and legitimacy of the results in the Asian County 2020 election to the point that the results are not certifiable. Because the same machines and software are used in 48 other counties in Michigan, this casts doubt on the integrity of the entire election in the state of Michigan. And I think that it also, this is me adding it, calls into any other state that used this, okay? And there was what? It was mostly the swing states, the ones that they needed, right? Man, this election was stolen. It just was. There's just no denying it. But that's my opinion. It's good to hear, though, from a report, you know, an actual report analysis that what people believe, you know, is true. So, so in other news, which I um, guess you guys probably heard about, uh, Trump either fired Barr, I'm not sure, or Barr resigned. But you, But this is, you know, I'm not sure about this whole thing. Because uh, if Trump is leaving office, then this would be normal anyway, and he's leaving right before Christmas. But I think if this wasn't going to happen anyway, I think he would have been fired after Trump found out that he knew about the Biden thing for two years and never said anything. But I'm not sure that legally he could. So I, I don't know. I just don't know. I feel... Like William Barr kind of let us down and he might be either compromised or a bit swampy. I'm not sure which. I mean, he did work for uh, George Bush. You know, he was his AG originally. Um, But I don't know. I just don't know. It's but it's sad either way, because that's information that people really should have known before voting. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that don't realize that there is other news other than the mainstream MSN, you know, MSNBC, ABC, CNN bullshit. So, you know, they need to give these people facts, you know what I mean? And stop trying to suppress everything. You know, even this story is like it's gotten zero plays on MSM, this Biden or um, the, yeah, Hunter Biden story. Still, it's still not being played on the MSM. It's just insane to me. Like, we do not have reporters anymore. We have activists, and um, they, they're not even activists. They're just an arm of the government. We have state TV. That's what it is. And they work for the Democrat Party. And they work for half of the Republican Party. Because half the Republican Party is swamp creatures, too. So, anyway, let's get into something a little more light. This one's actually pretty good. It's funny. Um, it shows just how elitists work. And <laughs> so Jill Biden is very upset that somebody wrote a story about her and said that they don't usually call people with PhDs in education doctors. And they usually don't put doctor in front of their name, but she wanted it. Because she was getting mail, I guess. And it was saying, you know, Vice President Biden or whatever. And it was just saying Jill Biden. And she didn't want it anymore. So she went back at 50 to get a PhD so that she could say her name is Dr. 
Jill Biden, and that's all she goes by now. So they're making this into a big deal. Like, and the guy that wrote it's all in trouble now for it. It's so funny. They want him to apologize. I was going to play you the clip because uh, Tucker Carlson was making fun of her, but I actually found a story on the Hill about Tucker Carlson making fun of her. So this kind of tells the whole story. So I'm just going to use this, which is what a stupid story. But anyway, so from the Hill, Tucker Carlson mocks Joe Biden. She's a doctor in the same sense Dr. Pepper is. <laughs> Fox News host Tucker Carlson took aim at incoming First Lady Jill Biden on Monday evening, downplaying her doctoral degree in education amid the escalating controversy over whether she should use the prefix doctor. Jill Biden is not a doctor, no, Carlson said on his nightly program. Maybe in the same sense that Dr. Pepper is, he added, Biden has the same degree as Dr. Bill Cosby. Biden, a community college teacher, earned a doctorate of education from the University of Delaware in 2007. An op-ed in the Wall Street Journalist week sparked backlash after it suggested Biden drop the doctor from her name, questioning her credentials. A wise man once said, no one should call himself a doctor unless he has delivered a child, Joseph Epstein wrote. Critics slammed the piece as a sexist and tone deaf, while the journalist editors defended its publication. Uh, Biden herself responded to the article in a tweet on Sunday evening saying, Together, we will build a world where the accomplishments of our daughters will be celebrated rather than diminished. Full stop. So let's not make this about me. Let's make this about all women. Very good. Very good, Jill. Anyway, so to make this even funnier, okay, and this is better than the Tucker Carlson thing, Let's listen to The View talk about Dr. Jill Biden. I'm hoping Dr. Jill becomes a surgeon general. His wife. (laughs) Joe Biden's wife. Because she, you know, he would never do it. But she, yeah, she's a hell of a doctor. Yeah. Hell of a doctor. Jill Biden is one hell of a doctor, says Karen. She should be surgeon general. Just don't ask her to commit surgery. Get him, Tucker. Her advice in your coronary artery disease because she's not actually a physician. She's a doctor of education, which means basically nothing. On Friday, the Wall Street Journal pointed this out. They ran an op-ed by Joe Epstein, made a true and obvious point. Jill Biden is not a doctor. No. Maybe in the same sense Dr. Pepper is. In 2007, at the age of 55, she got a doctorate in education. So she's got the same degree as Dr. Bill Cosby. In 2009, back when America was a lot more honest, Joe Biden explained why his wife got that degree. Quote, she said, I was so sick of the mail coming to Senator and Mrs. Biden, I wanted to get mail addressed to Dr. and Senator Biden. That's the real reason she got her doctorate. In other words, Jill Biden was diagnosed with a very bad case of status anxiety. And she decided to cure that, as so many do in our country, with another pointless title. That's all true. It's all obvious. Therefore, you're not allowed to say it. The Washington Post column has called Joe Epstein a weird, grumpy, elitist man. Because <laughs> he told the truth, which is the one sin in America in 2020. Of course, Michelle Obama from either Hawaii or Martha's Vineyard wrote a long Instagram message expressing her disappointment with the Wall Street Journal. It's racist or sexist or something. It's an ist for sure. <laughs> but for all the performative outrage, none of this is new. For years, we've known about the Bidens that they have deep class insecurity. This was Joe Biden back in 1988, for example. Listen to him. 
I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only need 123 credits, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. By the way, those were actually lies. <laughs> Very high IQ, and my wife's a doctor. <laughs> He's more hair now, too. So that's gonna be our president, and he lied about that, too. He graduated, I think, one of the lowest in his class, and he didn't have three degrees. I believe it was one. Like, just oh god, it's so stupid. He's been lying for years, man. Oh god. So, here's another good story that might make you laugh. Um. So, you know how we're not supposed to be racist and we're supposed to become together and, you know, be human beings, you know, is like, which I believe. Well, that's not the agenda anymore. The agenda is to divide us as much as possible. <clears throat> so now we don't have a national anthem anymore for our country. We actually have two of them. We have a national anthem and then we have a black national anthem. Okay. Oh, and by the way, um, I have a story on kind of just the trolling on Instagram. But I was talking to somebody about Ilhan Omar, and then they said that they couldn't be racist because they were black. And I said, if racism means that you don't like somebody because of their race or you believe that they are a certain way because of their race then if white people are, are a race and you don't like white people because of a reason, then that makes you a racist. That is logic, okay? You believing that you can't be racist because you are black is propaganda. And you were taught that by some either liberal college professor or MSNBC, or something of that sort. And that's what I said. I know that is just a, you know, personal story, but anyway. So, to get back into the real story today, let's talk about this. Okay, so now, this is, well, oh, this is, this is great. Okay, so, this one is from, let me look here real quick. RT. Okay. So, as Electoral College votes Biden in, Michigan plays alternate black national anthem, but keeps out alternate electors. Okay, Democrat electors in Michigan had the black national anthem performed ahead of casting their votes for Joe Biden, as state police prevented Republicans, alternate electors, from entering the Capitol. Electoral... Uh, <laughs> Electoral colleges across the U.S. met on Monday to formally vote for the president. Following the, the November 3rd election, Biden was declared winner in Michigan over objections of, pre of President Donald Trump and the GOP, alleging voter fraud and other irregularities. 
The Democrat electors that convened were told to remain standing for the U.S. National Anthem, as well as the Black National Anthem, Breitbart News reported, showing a segment from the official video feed of the performance, which I will play for you now. Now please remain standing for the National Anthem and the Black National Anthem by the the Turner sisters, Jalea and Jamila Turner. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. enough. The song in question is Lift Every Voice and Sing, written in 1900 and set to music in 1905. In 1919, the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP, described it as the Negro National Hymn. A portion of it was recited at the uh, inauguration of President Barack Obama in 2009, and it was performed at the opening ceremonies of of the National Museum of African American History and Culture in 2016. Full stop. Okay, all that makes sense. All right, I understand that. They want to have their own national anthem. That's fine. You know, that's great. The problem is, uh, what are are we supposed to be a melting pot, okay? Or are we all supposed to just split up and just do our own thing? You know, because it, it just, it, it, it seems so divisive to me. It just seems like, they want to split. And I believe that's the case. I really do. They want us to fight each other so we don't look at them. I think it's always been like that. Because it's not about color. It's about class. And they know that. Anyway, so what else do we have for today? We have... So I got a lot of stuff here, man, because it was a long weekend. All right, well, one good thing we have is the uh, My Pillow Guy... Uh, Mike Lindell, I believe his name is, he accused Fox of helping rig the election, which they did when they called Arizona. And I thought it was funny because he's the guy, like, if you watch Fox, they always have the MyPillow commercials on. So for him to come out and say what he said at, that, at a speech and say that Fox News was part of it, I mean, that really shows that he has some balls. So I give it up to him. That guy's hardcore. And to finish off the show for today, um, I just wanted to talk about um, what happened, I guess. They had a Million MAGA March again in D.C. And the 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 mainstream media is making it seem like there was right-wing radical racist out there beating people up and blah, 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 blah. But that's not what happened. Um, what happened was Antifa, last time that they did this, came out at night and started attacking families. So I guess this time the Proud Boys were there to make sure that didn't happen. And when Antifa came out, they ended up getting their ass beat. And I guess the cops, you know, they they sprayed both sides. And I guess they were actually able to control it and, um, you know, split the sides up. So 
Elijah Schaefer from Slightly Offensive was talking about this and saying it's very odd that, you know, when they want to, they can stop this. But all those other times when they could have stopped it, they didn't. And I guess he has an inside source into the police department in D.C. And he said that the earlier times they said to just stand by and let things be unless they got, you know, super out of hand. So the violence and the protest and all this crazy stuff that was happening that seemed like it was out of control was really maybe done on purpose. And it was let to be that way. It was made to be that way. It was okayed to be that way, which is kind of messed up. But now that the election's over and Biden's in, control is back. So that's the way it's going to be. But anyway, um, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, I hope you have a great day. This is Everything Under the Sun. Don't forget it. Share it with your friends, please. And we'll keep it moving. And we got the video coming soon after Christmas. So, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. This is what the world looks like now. Those are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 wake